Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal Crawford, and I invite you to a deep exploration of the tools of access consciousness and a totally different way of being. Welcome to the show today, and I want to really dive deep on harnessing the power of clarity, also the difference between clarity and boundaries, and basically how you can use all of your past experience, all of the information you're getting through all the choices you're making in your life to to create and forge something new. I have been personally binging a lot of a reality show called Selling Sunset, which is semi-related to this conversation. But one of the things that I'm seeing a lot of in just watching reality TV and observing life is that for the most part, the skill sets that we've been taught that we're attempting to use to create our life are those of reacting essentially. So, you know, we're taught to like basically react to what other people choose in our general direction. I mean, if you, if you watch a show like Selling Sunset, that's kind of taking it to its extreme. But for the most part, we're taught to react rather than invent and create. And I've had a series of personal things going on that I've been choosing to handle in a different way that come from the space of choice rather than the space of reaction and the willingness to be clear that I want to use as examples for you today in the hopes that you can apply these same principles to your life to have something totally new. Let's talk real talk for a second here. Okay. How many of you ladies, people out there are, have been getting a little older, recognizing that some things work and some things just don't, are just getting really either fed up and done with certain things and people, or are just ready now to say the thing and like have something new. These last two years for me have been the uh, emergence of a thing called perimenopause. And I've talked to a lot of my friends that are around the same age. And one of the things that seems to be universal in people my age, I'm 47, I can be transparent about that, is that through this new phase of life where everything in our body is changing and period, (laughs) a lot of what's happened is our give a fucks have broken. Now, I say all that to say that I think with, with everything in a person's life, you do at some point get to the point where whatever was, whatever you were putting up with before, tolerating before, trying to be okay with before just stops being okay. All of a sudden, kind of overnight, you're just like, nope, no more of this. And there's been a lot of that for me over this last three years. Now, I, you guys have heard me talk in different ways about the relationship and different things that have come up in the relationship and how I've been choosing to to handle it and tools I've been using. But there's been other things too. And the truth is that as you live, you get awareness. Choice creates awareness. So the longer you've been on the planet, the more choices you've made, right? So it's sort of this convergence, I think, in our lives of maybe age, hormones, life stuff, kid stuff, relationship stuff, um, where I know for a lot of us, things converge and we kind of go, okay, not this anymore. But where a lot of us stop is not this. 
And I, and so I, let's talk a little bit about the difference between it not I'm not like I'm not having toxic people in my life. I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm not doing this anymore. And so and that seems to be kind of the max clarity that we a lot of us achieve. The thing is that there's more there. That's kind of like step one, although I don't even know. So it's kind of step one. And then there's steps two, three, four, and five in order to create something different. How many of you guys kind of stop at like, well, not this kind of person and not this and not this. I mean, even when he and I now are choosing something to eat, it's a very funny conversation because I'll say something and he'll go, no, I don't want that. And or I'll suggest and or vice versa. It happens both directions. Or he'll say something and like, no, I don't want that. Or he'll say something else, no, I don't want that. And so we get to the point where we know we don't want this and we don't want this and we don't want this. But then the next question is always, well, what do we want? What does our body want? And that's always the harder conversation. And so for anything to emerge that's new, you but you have to have that conversation. So let me let me sidetrack for a second and talk about the difference between boundaries and clarity. Boundaries are something that you have to decide on and then use a lot of energy to maintain. Clarity is something you choose. It's something you are and it takes no energy. It just takes choice. So there, that's a whole section on boundaries and clarities. And I get that. I get that question a lot. I'm like, well, what's the difference? Boundaries are something you decide that take a lot of energy to maintain that you have to use a lot of energy to maintain. Did I, did I mention you have to use a lot of energy? And clarity just is. It's the thing that you are choosing now, that you are having now, because it works for you and no other reason. Clarity needs no reason and justification. Boundaries require a story to justify. Clarity doesn't require justification. Boundaries do. So that's your mini master class on boundaries and clarity. I am a big fan of clarity. Having said that, I've spent a lot of my life very unclear about certain things. I'm going to give you hopefully two examples. Hopefully I remember. The first thing that um, I will give you an example about has to do with creating classes or going to facilitate classes in other countries. Now, I don't know how many of you guys have ever chosen that as a career path, but I've been a facilitator of consciousness now full-time for since 2015. And one of the choices that I made was that I wanted to be available worldwide to facilitate classes. That's, it's really fun. It's really fun. You get to travel, you get to travel, you get to see new things, you get to experience new bodies of energy, not just in the bodies, but like, you know, you go to, you do a foundation class in Hungary. It's very different from a foundation class in San Diego where there's a lot more Mexicans and other people. That's very different from a class in Atlanta, Georgia. That's very different from a class in Canada. You get to be exposed to all of these different sort of regional um, energies and bodies of points of view and things. And so you learn a lot. You learn a lot. You learn a lot about the world. You learn a lot about yourself through traveling. You learn about what works with traveling and what really doesn't work with traveling. And so it's great. It's awesome. And it costs money. <laughs> so one of the things that Gary Douglas, who's the founder of Access Consciousness, always said to us, ever since I became a facilitator, he said this, Never travel for less than 10 people in your classes. 100% of us ignore that, except for, those, except for those facilitators that just don't travel and they just do classes locally. We all ignore that. We're all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. 
And then the other thing we do is we get excited about a conversation with somebody who's excited about having us and we forget that conveniently. Well, we might say it and they might say it. Yeah, 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 we can do 10 people. And we're like, oh yes, they said it. But then we don't really ever go below the energy and really look at if that's something they can or will deliver. And most of the time it's can, because I have to tell you, I have created with so many of you around the world already. I am so grateful. I am so grateful for what we've created and it doesn't really, it's not, doesn't matter the size. I'm grateful for it. Where the size of the class becomes relevant is in the class working financially. Also bigger classes are fun. And it's really, for me, more about it working financially because I love a class of four people, six people, 10 people, that's great. What's it gonna take for it to work financially? So the reason I bring this up is because I have never, until now been willing to get clear on what it really takes for it to work financially. And so very recently I ch chose to change some classes and the dates that we were having them because no matter how much work we were pushing, putting into them, they were staying tiny. And so I ran the numbers. If these classes just stayed what they are right now and they didn't grow and now all classes grow at the last minute. So that's cool. But if they stayed what they are, what is that number? And if they grew a little bit, which we all know they will by two or three or people, what's that number? Is it going to work for me? And it was so clear that it wasn't gonna work. No matter how much work we put in, how much promotion we did, how many conversations we had, they, the classes just were not gonna grow. And you know, stuff gets created, relationships, classes, um, moves. <laughs> gets created from one position. In that particular moment, it's inspiring or it's fun or it's a great idea or stuff gets created from all kinds of bases. And then when you start to create it, it shows up the way it shows up, how it can show up. And so you've got to get good at asking questions and then listening to the awareness when you ask the questions. There's two things. So Gary Douglas has really taught us, here's what you need to ask a prospective host da, 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 to find out what, what they can really deliver. And here's some of the questions you can ask about the timing. I have read that section in the facilitator's manual, I don't know how many times, and have never once asked those questions. So I guess I'm telling you all this to, to make some points. Point number one, of course I'm gonna lose my order, but point number one is you can have all the tools to get clear, but if you don't use them, you won't have the clarity that you need. Point number two is you do require clarity of what's going to show up to not be shocked by what shows up. Now, in the beginning of creating this set of classes, for example, I was connected with somebody who I, where I asked for a particular number of participants, she said, no problem. And then over the course of us creating together, she ended up backing out of the project. We added another person, she backed out. We added another person, she was so enthusiastic. But by that time, those numbers were not possible. Like we could not create those numbers. And so it was nobody's fault. It was a series of things that occurred where at those changes, I didn't really sit and look at, now can this work? Can we actually create this? Can this work? And so I guess point number three, which is after this, I'm gonna lose track, is like clarity does require a pause and some presence to have. And then 
Point number four is you also then have to listen to it. What I'm recognizing in this whole process, in the changing of the classes, in the, um, you know, I just created a new hosting application process, which is really more like a clarity exercise for you and for me, um, is that I hadn't been up to this moment willing to have that much clarity. I hadn't wanted to know. And this, I think, applies to everything this moment here. I haven't wanted to know. Because, you know, for example, in my relationship, there's a lot of things that we are just now willing to get clear on for ourselves as individuals and for ourselves as a, as a partnership that we weren't before. That is making, that is creating so much ease. It's like taking us beyond the romanticism of the love of being together or the love of having a body into like, what are the choices that we have that will create a greater future for, for us and everyone? And if we weren't connected to or hooked on a specific way this had to look, what can we choose? So that and, and a lot of other things, but the willingness to be clear is huge. And, and I recognize that within that for me, and I'm saying this out loud that, so that you might recognize it, is that I also really haven't wanted to ask for, I haven't wanted to know what I need because I haven't wanted to ask for what I need. And I haven't wanted to stand in what I need. And that's really different than having a boundary. Standing in what you need because it works for you is clarity, knowing, and being. I've been really wishy-washy with myself. And I can tell you stories about why. Like, and most of it's that I feel bad. But why do I feel bad? Well, what if they can only bring two or three people? I really want to serve those people. I really want to support this host. They've done all this work. I want to come in and I want to support all this work they're doing. Yes, and does that work for me? I'm like, well, so here's what I've been doing with me. Well, it's okay. I can cover the rest. As long as I'm there for them in the way I've decided being there for them is, I can cover me. So... So I've lost money on lots of live classes because I just create other things and I cover the shortfall just because I have been doing that. So, you know, I am recognizing so much with this new set of choices that I have not been making me the valuable product. I've been making the host for the most part, the valuable product because, because I have, let's just, Stick with what's really going to work here because I have been doing that. And I am so grateful for people that are willing to do all that work to have me there because it is a lot of work. Now, if you love to host and you love to connect, it doesn't feel like work. So there's that. But, but that's been my story. I'm like, I'm so grateful for your energy. I'm so grateful for your desire. I'm so grateful that somebody sees my stuff and wants to like, you know, share it with their friends, basically, that sure, I'll come and we'll just make it work. I'll make it work. Now, making it work is different than something working. And this is where clarity comes in. I'm making it work and I can continue to make it work. But, you know, let's give the example of these, these beautiful classes, possibilities in, in Europe. I actually could not make that work. I could not, if, with the amount of shortfall we were looking at, I could not make that work. So that was, so it was a moment where I had to really look at, am I willing to like really sacrifice everything for this or do I need to make another choice? 
What in your life are you making work that really doesn't? And what would you have to sit down with and get clear about? A lot of my clarity exercises for me require pen and paper. I'm not going to lie. Um, you know, like if you, if you, let's look at relationships for a second, just out of order of the conversation. And you, if you head into the book, Divorceless Relationships, one of the sections in there is super helpful for like knowing whether or not you want to continue a relationship. But it's also super helpful for if you um, have been in relationships and you want to create one. So it can, you can take two tacks with it. And the exercises are make a list, if you're in a relationship, make a list of eight things that would have to change in order for this relationship to work for you. And then make, so I guess maybe there's two exercises. Make a list of eight things that would have to change in order for this to work for you. So that's a clarity exercise, right? These eight things would have to change for this to work. Then go back in and look at those eight things and ask, is asking someone to change this? So again, you can ask for what it is that you want to have. Is asking for this like asking someone, like asking a leopard to change its spots? Or can I ask for this and I just haven't asked for it yet? And I have been actively playing with this for the last year. Because one of the things I recognized about myself with this whole clarity thing is I didn't want to be clear because I didn't want to ask. And this applies to everything, man. This applies to your own personal physical pleasure. This applies to things in relationships. This Anywhere there's people or your body involved, this applies. So I didn't want to know, so I didn't have to ask. So like with money, you could look at this. Have you not been getting clear on what it really takes for you to live because you don't want to know because you don't want to have to step up. You don't want to have to ask. You don't want to have to be uncomfortable, even though you are uncomfortable. I didn't want to know because I didn't want to have to ask. So, so this list of like what eight things would have to change, I made this list once. Keep in mind that I was in the throes of reaction. And when you are in the throes of reaction, you're in a limited reality where you only have two choices. Should I stay or should I go? That's reactive reality. So that's where I was living. And so I made this list from there and really, really was in reaction to just everything. By the way, I have clearing loops for the need of reactive realities to clear them out in my shop, Clearing with Crystal. If you are there, go grab those clearing loops. Oh my God. But so that, so I made that list from there. And when I made it, I recognized there were things that were on that list that I couldn't ask to change because it would be like asking a leopard to change its spot. So at that moment, you get to look at, okay, well, does this work for me? Or do I need something different? So that's one clarity exercise, right? That's kind of confronting because you are going to be faced with, there are things that are just a part of what this other, how this other person functions that you either get to choose to be an allowance of that, that that would work for you then if you chose allowance or that just don't work for you. If you're just looking at it on a, without the emotions and the reaction in there would simply be just good information. But again, you're probably going to be faced with everywhere you want to react about that or feel sad about that or mad about that, right? You're, all the feelings, the reactive realities that come up with that, you might be faced with that. So that's something clarity can create is the facing of all these things you haven't wanted to face. So then if we also take relationship and we go, okay, so now let's say you want to create a relationship. What eight things do you not want in a person and what eight things do you want in a person? 
I had been, I have been hesitant to make the do want. I've always had access to that. These are what I don't want. I've never been willing to put out, this is what I do want. And even in saying this out loud to you guys right now, I'm like, this is an interesting energy for me. Like it's still, there's still some unwillingness there. And what I notice with the unwillingness is that there's, a, there's, a, there's stories behind the unwillingness. Well, because if I say what I do want and I don't get it, then what? Like, I can't ask for that comes up. Um, what if it doesn't show up comes up? So there's all these like things that come up with asking. Well, the great thing is that we get to keep living and keep choosing and our choices facilitate us. And so I'm grateful for that because I just keep going, right? So pulling it back into the context of like facilitating live classes and traveling for live classes, I'm really grateful that costs money because money for me has always been the, okay, let me say it out loud, the, the deal breaker. Here's what I mean by that. So I've always allowed things that invite me to choose them with money to facilitate me faster than things that invite me to choose with my life. So, okay, fine. I've made money the valuable product. What else is possible? But I'm also really grateful um, because at least that works for me, right? So if it's going to cost me rather than benefit me, I'm going to look at it closer. So with the with the traveling to facilitate what i've really been unwilling to know about that is that it does cost a lot of money and for that to be supported we do require paying bodies and classes and you know the other piece of it is like i also require delivery of the people before I go investing thousands of dollars to book my flight and to book the venue, before my business goes to work supporting this business possibility, I need to know that there is revenue there. And that comes through people registering and people putting their money there where the choice is. And so it becomes a cooperation instead of a one-sided contribution with the hope that it will work out which is really when you look at that is relationships at its finest, right? Well, they said they would do this. So I blindly trusted them. That's called blind faith. Um, and then whatever really shows up, shows up. And if I did blind faith, then I'm the one who loses. And that's really kind of been the story of my life. Okay. But you, you heard me say it. It's been the story of my life. So now with this information, I get to forge a new path. I get to craft my way forward in a different way. And what I recognize is I need to be clear on what it really takes for things to work. I need to be willing to ask for it. And I need to be willing to stand in that as what's going to work and not waver. I can choose again at any time. I can choose whatever I want to choose when I want to choose it. And for my life to show up in a different way, I have to stand in something new. So it, you guys are going to get a chance to watch my my first ever 10-minute quickie, all the tea, personal exposure of what's been going on for me. And you're going to get to hear all of that in that I talk about all the personal changes that I'm choosing. And a lot of them came through this same process where I finally 
got to the place of total choice, which for me is that ease and joy and glory space, right? Like there's no reaction. There's no fighting against you or fighting for anything. It's just choice. It's just really what's working, what's not working, and what can I choose and what can I change? And so through that process, Andres and I are choosing to move forward to the United States to live. But it was the same process. It was like going, I've been making this work, sort of. And the thing about me, and I don't know about you, the thing about me is when I'm making something work, I'm low-grade miserable all the time. <laughs> so, so then any little thing can set that off because I'm not really choosing and acknowledging that it doesn't work. I'm making something that doesn't work work. So I'm always, I'm a, I'm a powder keg, basically. You know, do you guys recognize yourselves in that? Like, so that's not fun to live with. Like, can you imagine living with a powder keg where if you stepped wrong, the thing would blow? That was what was happening because I wasn't acknowledging that it truly didn't work for me here. Not because of anybody's fault or not because of no lack. I mean, there's so many generous, caring people here that wanted us to just have the best experience ever, but because of all kinds of other things that nobody else could have even known except me. And I didn't even know until I made the choice. And I think this is maybe the last piece of the conversation of like, you know, a lot of, okay, wait, before I do that. So, so I become a powder keg when I'm making something work that doesn't. You might too. So are you making your financial situation work for you when it doesn't? Are you making a relationship situation work for you when it doesn't? And that doesn't mean that it can't change. Like, for example, with your financial situation, you might be making it work and it doesn't. What can you choose and what can you change? With your relationship, you might be making it work for you and it doesn't. Does that mean you have to get rid of that person? I mean, that's one choice. But what else is possible that you haven't considered? What are the other choices? What haven't you asked for? What conversations could you have? There's a lot of different possibilities for relationships. Um, with your, with, you know, your business situations, are you making something work for you that just doesn't? And it's nobody's fault. But here's the thing. Nobody can contribute to you what you need until you get clear on what you need. And I don't mean need from like, you know, how we talk about in access consciousness, how need is not real. I don't mean that. I mean, you need what you need because you need it. I need classes to work financially because I'm not willing to have the other anymore. They have to work financially or I'm not interested. I need that because I need it. That's it. And that's a true need. A true need doesn't have a justification. It's just because it works for you. But for other people to contribute, for other beings to contribute, for consciousness to contribute to what you need because you need it, you have to be clear on it and you have to be asking for it and choosing it. And then the other people that can contribute to what you need can show up. Until that moment, they cannot show up. Until that moment, they are trying to figure out what you need, do the very best that they can, scrape together something that's gonna make you happy enough because they have no idea what you need because you have no idea what you need. And that is the massive, the power of clarity. That's you harnessing the power of clarity. That's like, that finally allows everybody, including the universe, to contribute to what it is you're having, no matter what it takes. That allows other people to choose to step up or step off. That allows the universe to go, finally, yes, cool, let's put this into motion. That allows you to have what's really going to work for you instead of making work what doesn't work for you. So it changes everything. So I'm going to invite you to 
my in the moment created home play of like really starting to look at where you're where you're frustrated because you're going to see what usually shows up is that we don't let ourselves know that something is not working for us and that what shows up instead is frustration and irritation and kind of low-grade anger all the time and that's it that's your symptom right there what are your symptoms of things that aren't working for you now you can choose to react to those or you can choose to get clear those are two different things your choice to get clear will be like maybe do that exercise with whatever it is you're frustrated about a job a person a situation what eight things would have to change here for this to work for me if we take my class example we would need 10 more participants here, six more participants here, and a bunch of smaller classes. Okay, is that possibility available? Yes or no? Can I ask this of the job or the person? Yes or no? Is asking this of the job or the person like asking a leopard to change its spots or do we need to make a different choice? Do that. That is my home play for you. And, and then I guess if you are looking at the second side of that, which is the creating forward into something new, what could I ask for and get clear on that would work for me that would create something totally different? And then do that exercise. Man, I am all for you. I'm for you having what works for you if that's something you desire. And you know, you can get so much assistance in my shops for all this stuff. If you need clearing loops, go to clearingwithcrystal.com. If you need free tools, go to infinitebeingschool.com. That's a free 10-part digital course on my favorite access consciousness tools. If you need a 30 by 30 that is going to change your whole life for free, go to theawarenesschallenge.com. Um, if you need energy pulls to create something different, go to energypulls.com. Business and money energy exercises are in my shop. The Money Shift Universe is in my shop for different energies that you are struggling with around money. There's so many resources available to you. So let me know how this was for you. Give me some feedback if you do use this and I will see you guys here next week. Thank you so much for listening to this show. My target is to make consciousness easy to find. So if you enjoyed this, please leave a five-star review and also share this with a friend who you know might be looking for more consciousness in their life. You can visit me on crystaljoycrawford.com and to learn more about the incredible life-changing tools of access consciousness, go to accessconsciousness.com and theclearingstatement.com and be sure to subscribe to the podcast. Mm-hmm.